This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. What's up, guys? This is Hawkside Guns, and this is the last cast of 2022 that we're going to do for this podcast. Uh, Jake and I had just finished up recording for the last episode uh, that you guys might have heard. And uh, this one is just kind of a uh, an addition to that. We kind of went on and, and did some more gun stuff and talked about dogs and weird crap and all that kind of thing. So uh, what this is is just a real quick uh, off-the-hip podcast that uh, I was going to throw together because... I had some extra audio and I thought I'd put it out there for you. It would have made the last cast like two hours long and that was just stupid and I didn't have time to edit all that. So uh, here's this one and uh, we will see you guys on the other side of 2023 and uh, I think we're going to just hop right in. I shot something that I thought was going to be a flaming piece of dung the other day, and it is probably the nicest shooting revolver I have ever laid my damn hands on. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've ever shot one, and I know this is not exactly what you'd call standard, but it was gold, so I had to pick it up. Um... I shot a Chapia Rhino. Oh, Chiapa Rhino. Chiapu, yeah. I have Rhino. wanted one of those forever. They are too expensive for me. Um, uh, they, they, those, first of all, they're they're so futuristic that anytime you have somebody who wants to just buy an off-the-shelf futuristic-looking uh, revolver, I mean, they carried they were carrying them in in Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every time The Rock has carried a revolver, like in all of the uh, Fast and Furious movies, it's a big Chiapa Rhino. Um, it, it's a it's a really interesting looking firearm. It's an interesting working firearm. Uh, if if you if you weren't aware, the barrel comes out of the bottom cylinder, not the top cylinder. Yeah, it is the lowest shooting bore axis revolver I have ever laid my. Now it looks huge and unwieldy. And it is a very big gun. But I was shooting 357 mags out of a 6-inch tube the other day, and I swear to God, it felt like a light 38. I mean, it, it was, I, I mean, I was holding incredible groupings with it at 25 yards. For me, right? Oh, the, 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 they are supposedly, though I have yet to have the opportunity to fire one, they are supposedly, A, dreams to fire, and just wonderfully accurate they are i can guarantee i i can uh not guarantee i can vouch that it is not only wonderful to fire it was unbelievably smooth even though it looks clunky and kind of weird and blocky oh oh, definitely goofy looking yeah it was super goofy looking uh the trigger on it is butter the action on it is smooth as hell the barrel, like you're saying, uh, actually rotate or uh, is using the the lowest chamber, so the bottom chamber of the cylinder. Uh, it is, without a doubt, the most smooth, well-behaved revolver I have ever laid my hands on. 
now this one was the gold 357. Um, uh, I, I see what I've been looking at, and once again, haven't really had the opportunity to put my hands on one, is the uh, the little snub nose uh, 357. They've got one that's got like an inch barrel. <laughs> I mean, they're just the neatest things. Um, I I was very very surprised. Uh, it is it is just the most wonderfully handling gun. I see why they're fifteen hundred dollars. Well, the, this one was like I don't know, it was like fifteen sixteen hundred bucks in twenty twenty. They they were they were just under uh, a grand when um, uh, before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the pandemic and since inflation, they've been twelve to fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, this was the uh, the gold six inch tube three fifty seven mag. Oh oh oh! I was looking at the uh, the gun store's website. Yeah, uh, do you want know to came back in for consignment? Uh, just just we were talking about gold firearms. Hmm. Oh no, not the Trump gun. <laughs> yep. Oh God. <laughs> Dear Lord. Yep, the gold commemorative Trump Glock. Look, I can be convinced to buy quite a number of blingy guns, as you know, okay? But I have yet to figure on what politician you could put on a gun where I would, A, pay money for it, and then B, let someone see me with it in public. I don't care what the politician is. I don't care who it is or what what brand you are. There is actually one that I tried to buy but was sold out before I could get to it. And that was because I was going to build an AR out of it. If you remember when uh, Joe Biden made the gaffe, he kept calling it an AR-14. Palmetto State Armory built a lower that was the Angry Joe AR-14. Okay, I think I remember you talking about that. That yes, is amusing. I, I did try to order that. It was already sold out by the time I got to it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah. no, the guy couldn't get it. <laughs> I would have. That, that's the only politician firearm I would have bought. Okay, that that I could see. I could see that. You know that that that's that's a fantastic idea. But um, yeah, I I was just shocked with it. Um, also, I am happy to report that not only does my updated Remington 870 within, you know, that I rebuilt shoot wonderfully, um, I am genuinely impressed with the Stoger P3000 that I got a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've I, had Hey, I, I saw, if you remember, I, I'm still caught off guard by this one because I, uh, I know you got it for free, but. Yeah. Um, I still remember looking at a used Stoger over under that was at a good price on the wall at the at the the store at one point in time, and you told me no. Yeah, I I wouldn't have uh their over and under, and I would not have the, I would definitely not have their automatic. I have been seriously impressed with the P three thousand. I'm not kidding. Uh, we've beat it up. We've shot it in the rain. Uh, it's gotten dropped twice. It is the easiest gun to clean. It is the easiest shotgun to clean that I own. Wow. Uh, yeah. No, it is. Hundred percent. No hand. No holes barred. I mean, I. I'll, I mean, I could make videos for you. I can get this thing apart and back together in less than a minute. And, and for those of you who aren't aware, whether no matter what type of firearm you're talking about, ease of disassembly and cleaning is important. One hundred percent. Uh, I've, I've just been real, like, you can't break it. You can't 
make it misfire. It handles everything. And it's just it's just really I mean it's got inertia. It's it's an inertia pump gun. So uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, uh so when you shoot it uses part of the gas recoil or the you know the the recoil from the shell to help eject the round so it comes halfway back. It's it's inertia assisted pumping. So it'll the the slide will come half back for you uh, every time you fire, even with birdshot. Once again, for people who don't know, and I may get this a little wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, inertia is basically what thro- what ejects the shell in most of your um, semi-automatic handguns. And however, in most of your semi-automatic rifles, and I think shotguns as well, that's where Sean will correct me. What a lot of times what they're using is not the uh, the inertia of the recoil, but the actual gas that comes out of with the, uh, the 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 shell itself. Most shotguns use gas uh, uh, are, are gas uh, operated. Yes, um, Benelli is is famous for their inertia. So um, the the shot throws back a spring basically and helps eject the uh, the round. Um, but uh, most shotguns, your Berettas, your Brownings, your Winchesters, all you know, all use gas systems of some kind. So yeah, um, uh, in shotguns anyway, uh, there are inertial uh, or inertia uh, guns that are uh, shotguns. Uh, Benelli being probably the most uh, prevalent, but I would say most An Italian classic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I would say most of them use gas. Uh, or have a gas system like the SX4 gas system, um, Browning gas now, system. Now, it, now the other part that I once again I'm not 100 percent sure that I'm correct about, but what I've if I understand correctly, uh, gas systems tend to have a lighter recoil than inertia systems. I know it's yes. that way with rifles. I don't no. know if that's that way yeah. with shotguns. Uh, yeah, because the gas uh, systems, because it's, it's not like gas is in like, uh, it, it's gas is in like the air expelled. So some of the gas that's coming off the, uh, out of the barrel is cycled back through the gun and that works the action. So the higher load shell you have, the more gas you have to uh, accept the recoil. Now, the the reason why I know that and I mentioned that is because when you start looking at rifles, um, semi-automatic rifles, once again, tend to be gas-fed, unless, of course, you're using a pistol-caliber semi-automatic rifle, which a lot of times are inertia-driven. That's why some people complain that the semi-automatic pistol-caliber carbines actually have more kick than the, than the larger round rifles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and that is true in, in, in a lot of cases, but, uh, yeah, most, most of the, uh, automatic shotguns are, are gas powered, um, which it, they have extremely light recoil, which is why the, a lot of the shotguns are preferred to be gas, uh, because a shotgun does, uh, one of the defining characteristics of a shotgun is it's got kind of a kick to it. Um, especially if you're talking like 12 gauge or something like that. So, um, the gas yeah, system. My, my twelve gauge black aces kicks like a mule. Yeah, no, it does. Uh, yeah, it, it, the, it just makes me happy knowing that it's going to kick the other person even harder. Yeah, it kind of does that too. Uh, this is the reason <laughs> you like shotguns up close. But, but uh, in the in the case of the uh, P three thousand, it's it's kind of inertia assisted pump action. So when the shot comes off, uh, it uses part of that uh, part of that energy to kick the uh, shell out and uh, pump 
back to help you load. So all you have to really do is a very, very light, quick action to pull it all the way back and then push it forward. Uh, it is a very, very quick shooting pump action shotgun. So, I actually like that. Uh, as we've discussed before, uh, along with my stubby fingers, I also have T-Rex arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I have been known with pump action shotguns to short stroke them. Yeah. You can't short stroke this. That's, the, that's the thing, right? It does three quarters of it would bird shot. It does three quarters of the stroke for you. So by the it, time you're thinking, oh, I should pull back on this. You got about an inch and a half to pull back on. I'm also embarrassed to say that though I have taught myself not to, I started when I originally started with the Henry, I was short stroking it too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. And and that's one of the things that my, my brother has a problem with. He doesn't short stroke this because it's inertia assisted, right? It does have to work for you, even with the light loads that we're throwing through it. So he loves it. And uh, and it's got a surprisingly light recoil for a 12 gauge. It actually feels more like a 20 and it's indestructible. So we've just been really impressed with it. I mean, for for a gun that retails around 300 or less, it's fantastic to have. Um, I, I've i been thoroughly impressed with it. Um, I could honestly say that if it if I ever if somebody said what's the best to go buy for just a general purpose, somebody who was new to shotguns, I tell them to go get this. To be quite honest, it's indestructible. Uh, I'm blown away. <laughs> by how stupidly simple and easy it is to deal with. And I, it's, it's been just kind of humbling to go, wow, this really works. <laughs> oh, the same thing we were talking about with uh, handguns. There are some very, very quality, inexpensive brands out there these days. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it, case in point here, uh, check this out. So, uh, my father has uh, just just to make you or just to make the point that you don't necessarily it doesn't matter sometimes how much money you spend. Uh, my father has an 870 Wingmaster. Uh, it is largely considered uh, or widely considered as one of the best pump action shotguns available on the market. Period. Since the 1950s when it came out, um, it is a beautiful shotgun and it is. Uh, Probably the best, arguably the best that you can get. Anyway, um, we were shooting uh, slugs because we were doing some testing on 12-gauge slugs the other day. We had the Stoger B3000 out there. We had a Remington 870, and we had my uh, Winchester SX-4. Now, Winchester SX-4 with a slug in it uh, feels like a jackhammer hitting your clavicle. Um, we shot like two or three times and went, well, that's enough. I <laughs> going to stop doing that now. Uh, and then we took the Stoger out there and we ran like, I don't know, 30 slugs through this thing and it just pounded them out. I mean, it's a fantastic gun. Um, and then we took my dad's 870. Now keep in mind, this thing's pretty old, but, um, we put one slug through it and it snapped the firing pin. In half, clean. <laughs> and I got a picture. Yeah, snapped it clean in half. Okay, and I'm like, oh, uh, you know, because everything it was like bang, click, 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 like no click. And you know, you you pull the shells out of there, they have no dimple on the primer cap. <laughs> it's like, 
uh-oh, <laughs> something has gone terribly wrong. So we finally get it home, and we, you know, we get it apart. We take all the shells out. We get it apart and take the bolt apart, and the pin goes pink, and then, but the back of it's still in there. And we're like, uh-oh. <laughs> now, it's a $20 yep. part, and you put it back. But, again, that shouldn't have happened in a Wingmaster, but it did. Didn't happen to the Stugger. We put like 20, 30 rounds of slugs through that thing. No problem. Um, we put it through my SX4. No problem. The 870, which is arguably the best of those, snapped the firing pin clean in half. <laughs> okay. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes it could be the gun. It could be the age. It could be any number of things. But just because you have something that you think is going to hold up doesn't necessarily mean it will hold up for what you're doing. Um, but, uh, all that to say, I, the, the P3000 has just been excellent. I mean, I know I, I see a lot of stuff out there and I know we got to go here, but uh, I see a lot of stuff out there. People go, uh, you know, pump action shotguns are for the poor. I'm like, <laughs> what? That's, that's a ridiculous statement. No, of course not. I mean, you can spend a lot of money on those. One of the best things in life that you could have for home defense and, and it's I, I'm sure I'm not going to go with the brand that Sean would probably go for, but would be a Mossberg 590 shotgun pump action. No, I would 100 percent agree with that statement. It's, uh, it, 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 it's a pump action shotgun. It will run anything. It'll work through anything. And if you run out of ammo, it makes an excellent club. Honestly, I, I would tell you if somebody just blind came up to me and told me I'm going to get a, a short barreled pump action shotgun i would tell you to go get a mossberg 500 590 whatever just go get a mossberg it will it will never fail ever <laughs> now if you want to go a little lighter than that and you were doing like a general purpose shotgun go get the stove oh, no, no, no. But... I'm, t- I'm talking about just pure i want something to throw in the closet for home defense yeah no go get a mossberg of, of whatever a, your style and budget prefers. Yeah, go get a Mossberg. And, and once again, you run out of shells, makes a perfect club. Yep, it's a great stick. <laughs> I guarantee you they're going to feel it if you hit them with it. Um, I yeah, never, ever forget that. Son, why'd you throw away that shotgun? Curse, sir, it took a round. It was no good anymore. So that, that is a perfectly good club. You could beat the enemy to death with it. <laughs> they're not kidding, man. It's, it's not it's whew. Uh, i gotta tell you man i i I'd, I'd feel very comfortable using a shotgun as a club especially a mossberg are you kidding me those things are constructed like tanks uh yeah no i would i would 100 percent agree with that statement if you're going to put a shotgun in a closet go get a pump action mossberg of whatever flavor you would like uh but uh on that note do you got anything else sir i do not Right on. Well, you know what, guys? Uh, this is probably going to be the last uh, of Hawkside Guns for 2022. Uh, we are going to take a couple of weeks for the holiday here, although that shouldn't be surprising, uh, and uh, kind of start up probably after um, SHOT Show because uh, that's coming up in January and uh, see how kind of the industry's doing and, and all that kind of thing. So I'm curious to see what the industry has that may be new. They haven't really done anything truly new in a, in a, in, 
once again, since the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, we had the pandemic and just like nobody did anything new. And then instead of expanding <laughs> lines, they, they really kind of slimmed them down because they were having, you know, supply chain problems and personnel problems and restrictions. I'm still for that and... YC9. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's quite a few things I think we're all waiting for. <laughs> What did you send me the picture of the other day that I was just like, oh crap! I, now I gotta have that. Oh, um, gee. Oh no, we were talking about. Oh shit! Now I have to look it up. Oh man, because I, I looked at that and I was like, oh, I need that. Whatever that is in my, I need that in my. Because it was like a three eighty something, and I just, I may need to have that in my life. Um, oh, but I mean, Ruger, Ruger made the Air Security Nine in a three eighty. Yes, and I mean, it had a giant ported barrel. Oh. So good. I don't think the port the barrels ported. I don't I really what care. It is, is the... just the slide. You got slide cuts in it. Oh, it's so and, good. Uh, fiber looking. optic sights. It was sexy not, as hell. Not not my style. I really, I really, 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 really don't like the triggers on the Rugers, and I don't mean the actual trigger mechanism. I mean the actual physical where you place your finger on a trigger. I don't have a problem with that. I like the Security Nine. It just was too big for me to carry. Nope, um, this one's the Ruger Security Three Eighty. Man. With Ruger light rack. Ooh. <laughs> you spoil me. <laughs> Please spoil me. Uh, I'm just, I'm curious to see what they come out with in uh, in 2023 and what they're actually going to get to market. Because what you see in SHOT Show may take a year or two to actually get through production. And they really haven't had a lot because We're of We're talking to you, pandemic. High Point. Yeah, exactly. Where's my damn yeet cannon? Um <laughs> We're still waiting, uh, but I, th- there's a there's a lot that that could come through here, and and I really want to see what they're doing because they've had a couple of years, you know, twenty one, twenty two, we're coming into twenty three. Like, what do you actually have? Uh, like, one of the biggest things on uh, the my pet peeves uh, is you can look on their websites and you see like dozens of guns on their website. They're making two of them. <laughs> you know, you can have this one, or you can have this one, and you can have this one in black, or you can have it in black, or you can have this one in black, or you can have it in black. You know, like they, they uh, you know, they 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 say they're making all the rest of these, but they're really not. You know, or they'll make, you know, okay, well we're making this, but we're this is really what we're making. We'll make like a hundredth. Of, of this one. Like, so, so for every hundred of these guns, we'll make one of these. You know, like, the, it's, it's disproportionate and you can't get all you want when you want and it's, it's not all the same. So there's a lot of that going on just because of supply chain and, and resources and, and really market demand. So it's, it's a very weird scenario that we've had since 2020 and I wonder how much of that's going to be normalized. So it'll be kind of fun to kind of cover a lot of that and see what's going on. But uh, you got anything else, sir? Uh, no, I think I'm going to get yelled at to make dinner soon. Uh, I am as well. So we will see you guys in 2023. Thanks a lot. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, Check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.
Okay, guys, be prepared. Uh, this is just me and Jake screwing around, so there is copious amounts of swearing because that is our natural state. So uh, if that bothers you, you've been warned. I, I empathize with that concept very much so. Uh, dude, I ain't far behind. Like, I can't see shit. Like, it's on my driver's license. Must wear glasses. <laughs> I can't see shit close up. Right? Like, nothing. Well, I can't see close up. I can't see far away. <laughs> You're like, you... just generally. <laughs> All that seeing shit. Nothing. Well, it's, it's always funny. Like, I, I like get out of the shower without my glasses on. And Amanda's like, can you see this? It's kind of like, no. No. No, not really. <laughs> look at this. No, it doesn't do any good. Uh, I got I nothing. okay in this? You look great. You don't even have your glasses on, do you? Nope. nope. You don't have no clue what I look like. Not at all. Really don't have any idea. You know, you know one of the few things that somebody can do to really, really piss me off is move my glasses. Oh, yeah. Because if I put them down, they better be where I left them or I can't find them. <laughs> so if you move my glasses, it is one of the few things in this life that pisses me off. Because I, if you're not there to help me find them after you move them... I'm screwed. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I um, I have a valet on my dresser. You know, like a little little uh -huh. place with a little, you well, know, yeah. Wall that's also the other thing is I do have certain places I'm willing to put them down, and certain places I'm not. Right. That's the only place I put my wallet, my keys, my phone, my watch, my glasses, all that stuff. Because if I don't put them there, I, I may not find them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember at one point in time I actually had uh, my frames were kind of like a wood grain, so I would put them on the coffee table and they just disappear. <laughs> You're like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> well, and, and also it's it's I I tell the wife and the kid this because they both don't wear glasses as much as I do. They both have them for various reasons, but it, they're not the ones that have to wear them all the time like I am. So it's kind of like the, there's two places you never put your glasses down. Don't ju just don't do it, which is on the bed or on the seat of a chair. Yep. If you do that, at some point you, you are will going sit to them. lose them. Yep. You will sit on them or you will lose them. Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent. I also don't put them in any strange place where it's like I'll remember where these are. Oh that no, is, no, no. As uh, I that said, is different. I have certain places I put. Them. Yep. That's it. Because because if you don't. You will forever, and now you can't see very well, so looking for them in the updated place is not a good idea. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is, that is a horrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> and every time with my wife or my kid goes, I can't find my glasses, my response are, if they were on your face, you wouldn't have that problem. <laughs> True. Ask me how I know. <laughs> All right, the boxer never. He's a boxer Labrador mix. I'm sure I sent you pictures of him. Uh -huh. He is. Um, he's very cute. He's a very good boy. Um, his problem is, he's wildly intelligent. So he finds. It's got to be coming from the Labrador side. Oh my god, dude! It's just it's fucking crazy. He's he's very intelligent. He's very observant, and he's very energetic, which means he finds shit to do. And he will find me. He will search me. If I'm if Kayla is not available, he will search me out because Kayla is home <laughs> as far as he's concerned. Um, he will sleep on Kayla's bed. He will be in Kayla's room. If Kayla is is awake and in the house, he will find her. If Kayla's not here, I am a, an acceptable substitute. So apparently she is gone and he has opened the door and it's like, hey, what's uh, Wait, what's going on? What's going on? Um, I will never again purchase a house 
with doors that have the lever handles? <laughs> yeah, no, I used to have that problem. Ever with again. A Labrador, with a Labrador at that fact as well. Um, <laughs> he figures out real quick, hey, if I just push on this, it fucking opens, man. This is great. Uh, yeah. Once again, the last yellow lab I had could open doors. God, actually, he's... the worst part about it is he actually got to a point where he could actually get his mouth onto door knobs and open them up. I don't even want to get that far. Like, we have one, because uh, Carrie's door had to be, uh, her doorknob had to be replaced because it broke. And I got a circular knob, and it's the only door he can't fucking open. Um, I am going to have to spend hundreds of dollars to replace the doorknobs in the house shortly because he can get in, in any fucking room he wants <laughs> once he figured it out like he watched us he's like oh yeah i have to do is push this lever oh look at that that works so he just fucking comes in whatever room he is or he wants he just uh, yeah all right this is good like are you a velociraptor damn it the fuck dude <laughs> yeah uh, as i said i had a labrador that could do that oh it's fucking it, like bolo is at least like bolo is very sweet and he's a very good boy and he's he's but he's stupid, and it's fine. I'm good with that, you know. Like his his IQ is is not the best, right? He's very sweet. He's great well, with the girls. Well, it's it's funny because the same dog that could actually figure out doorknobs could not figure out the idea of the sliding glass door. <laughs> no, it was funny. He'd like decide that he wanted to go outside, and he and how he could actually know that he wanted to go outside is because he would walk up to the door and walk right into the door as though he was trying to go outside. Dunk. Dunk. <laughs> Sit down for a minute, look around, and then try it again. Dunk. Eventually, someone would come open the door for him, but that's how you knew. You start hearing the dunk. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like you, for, you go from moments in which you are, are genius to where you are Forrest Gump. Yeah. What is like? What, there is a circuit breaker that is loose in there somewhere. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> whereas the one I, whereas the one I have now is just fucking stubborn. Oh, I mean, yeah. and, and the worst part of it is she'll look at you like it's like Jersey, come here, huh? Uh, you can't get me from there. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm gonna do that. Well, it's kind of like one of those things that's like really pisses me off because I'll take her collar off. She'll like hang around the house and start ignoring everybody. Then I'll put it back on and she follows every command. It's kind of like, you know what they are. You're just being a bitch. You know what I said? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I am. I am. uh, I'm aware. Like you can watch Riker ignore you. It's really, (laughs) it's really fucking annoying. Like exactly, he he looks, and you can see that there's somebody home. You can look at those eyes and see that there's somebody home. You can watch his brain process it and go. Does he? Does I'm he not have gonna enough do that. of the bully face that he'll smile at you too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because not only am I ignoring you, but I'm gonna smile. At you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally gonna ignore whatever the fuck that was. I, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. No, Riker, come here. No, no, you're gonna put me in the crate. I'm not going in there. Yeah, no, yeah, it's good. <laughs> No, see, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna open that door and I'm gonna go right into the bathroom where you can't get me. So, uh, yeah, all good. Oh, mom's taking a shower. I'm hopping there. It's great. You won't want to come in here. God damn it! Why'd you chase the fucking? I didn't chase him in here. I didn't tell him to come. He opened the door. Oh, he opened the door. No, I'm serious. He opened the door. 
She didn't believe me until she saw him do it once. She's like, oh, my God, he opened the fucking door. I'm like, see? That's that's also the Labrador part of him, the fact that he's willing to climb in the shower. Oh, because yeah. That, that was the other part of my is, – is I – I, I went from my last dog being that Labrador, which was obsessed with water, to being the one that just, like, uh, no, no, it's raining outside. I ain't going out there. Oh, yeah, no, that's Bolo. Bolo <laughs> won't. It, no, it's raining. I'll fucking hold it. Bolo, you can't hold it all day. Watch me. I'm going back to take a nap. Fuck off. I'm going to lay here on my big pillow, and everybody can suck it. I'm not going out there. Where it was kind of like, uh, oh, you're taking a shower? I'm coming with you. <laughs> that's that's regular. Oh, sweet. You're taking a shower? Neat. I want to take a shower. Let's go. It's like, oh, God damn it, dog. Now, now it smells like wet dog. Fucking thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the Labrador side of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's an experience. I haven't had a lab in a long time. It's an experience. <laughs> well, see, I grew up on the Chesapeake Bay, so it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, the dog's in the river again. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> The dog's like, hey, this is awesome. You should be in here. No, oh, and neither should fish. you. <laughs> Sweet fish. <laughs> Let's roll around in this. It's great. Don't you smell awesome? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, now we got to wash you. Oh, shit, I just got smelling this good. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you washing this off? Now I smell, oh, God, I smell awful now. Yeah, that's clean. That's what you smell. <laughs> Oh, is that a bucket of water? I'll let, me, let me see if I can get all of me into that. <laughs> like Riker takes his, like we we give a, we have to thin out his water bowl, make sure it's like flat and wide. Oh, he plays Otherwise in the water bowl. He, yeah, he sticks his whole fucking head in there. Oh, but but does he try to swim in the water bowl? Or he'll like take his paws and like he's no, like he's digging. Like he yeah. he he digs in the water bowl, and I don't understand like what he's digging yeah, for. Yeah, that, that's another Labrador thing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm aware. I've, I had a lab who did that, and I'm like, you know, Shannon's like, he's digging in the water bowl. I'm aware. I see him do it, and I don't know why he's doing it, okay? I, I have no idea what happened here, okay? He's he's fucking broken. I, I have no idea. <laughs> Dickhead, quit climbing it. You know, and then you got to wash his, his blanket and his, you know, all his shit and everything because it smells like mildew. Because <laughs> he's, he's dug in it. So you got to give him, you got to give constantly giving him a little bit of water so he can't dig in it. Because if it's over an inch and a half worth of water, he will dig in it. There's actually like a new like no splash water bowl out there that looks kind of cool. Oh, what I need is a new dog. That's what I need. <laughs> Frontal lobotomy for him. It doesn't help. He's like not quite a year old yet, so we're still getting uh-huh. over some of this shit. You know, like it would be okay. Four year old Labradors are fucking awesome. Uh huh. Year-old Labradors are fucking menace. <laughs> well, it, it, look, I went from a dog that was so well-trained that I didn't actually need to actually walk him with a leash to... Yeah, that's Bolo. Th- ...this stubborn piece of shit that I've got now. Yeah, no, that's that's totally... And, of course, Bolo was like that when he was a puppy, too. I mean, it's just been 10 years since we had that problem, you know? Because um, you can look at Bolo now and talk to him like a person. Bolo, do you want to go outside? No. All right, you're going to go outside later? Yeah, all right, whatever. I'm going to go back and take a nap, so fuck off. Or, you know, Bolo, you want to go outside? Yes, but I'm going to come back. And he'll scra- he'll he'll delicately paw the door when he wants in, right? Riker mm-hmm. will throw himself at the door repeatedly and bark and scratch and yowl and everything else until you let him in. And then you're pissed off, and he's like, hey, 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 what are you pissed off at me for? I just got in here. 
I don't understand. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys look stressed. You know, Jersey is more like having another spouse than having a dog. <laughs> that that that's what I mean by like the stubborn. It's kind of like you're you're not commanding her to do anything. You're you're having a conversation with her, and she's deciding whether or not she wants to go along or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bolo is very restful. Riker is not. Um, Bolo is a joy to have around. Bolo likes to hug you, you know, but how he hugs you is he takes his head and he just leans it on you like, I love you so much. If you would just uh-huh. pet me, that would be lovely. <laughs> Riker wants to put his chest where your face is. Like, look, here's dog. You know, you can't breathe, but I love you. <laughs> By the way, I've got a slobber in your hair. It's going to be great. <laughs> You're going to love this shit. Did I tell you I was digging in the water? This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the last one real quick and it wasn't topical but it just made me think of it when i was doing the uh beat someone to death with the uh shotgun quote mm-hmm. um i think i once again i think i shared it with you did you see the one where they were talking about when arlie air uh, went and started taking over as the drill sergeant in uh full metal jacket yes and they're like that man can weave insults like, you can't believe it. it. was endless. He never ran out of them. They just flowed right out of them. Which is great, because it shows you that most of that stuff he came up with was improvised. That was just him. Yeah. That wasn't a script. That was just him. That's what he did, you know? I actually got to see him speak at a gun show uh, in about uh, 2018 or 2016, something like that. Um, And he is like that. Like you can go, you you could go up to a mic, and I think he's passed away now. But oh, oh, there's a lot of people out there I thought were passed away who suddenly. <laughs> I could have sworn that John Larroquette died. <laughs> yeah, he he died in 2018. I think I saw him in 2016. Yeah, uh, no, not John Larroquette, Early Ermy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he died in 2018. I saw him in I think 2016, something like that. And you could go up to a mic and say, "Gunny." Could you insult me? And he would give you just a litany of shit that <laughs> I, I saw a guy. I was I was with a guy. We went to a gun show and he was up there and, and you could just call him Gunny. And, and well, any, any gunner resurgent in the Marine Corps, you could. Yeah. I mean, but anybody could. You didn't have to be in the Marine Corps. You didn't no, have but, to be but anything. My point is, is once you become a gunnery sergeant in the Marine Corps, you're always that's your name. Yeah, that's you. That's who you are. But you could go up and say, and he was the nicest man. But he could turn it on like a goddamn switch. And, my, and there was an open mic in the thing, and he would just he was giving us talk and everything, and he opened it up to the floor. And uh, my buddy's like, I'm going to go in and see if I can get Arlie to give me shit. So he goes up there, and he's like, Gunny, could you berate me? And he just went in for like 45 seconds and just did, did all this shit. And <laughs> How after tall are you? Five foot nine. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. Did your mother have any children that lived? You know, but it was all ones that you'd never heard. You know, he just made them up on the fucking spot. And after he's done, he's like, how's that? You know, and everybody, just, the entire room just started applauding. <laughs> and then after that. Like, nobody wanted to ask him anything else. It was just like, I want to go be insulted by our, by Gunny. <laughs> it's fucking great. You know, if the line wasn't so goddamn long, I'd have done it. Um, it was fantastic. But he was just that guy. He, it was really amazing. But, yeah, I, I, I saw that the other day. I don't know if you sent it to me or I just saw it naturally, but I, it, was, it was great. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it was just <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he, he was trying to write this for other people, and it just wasn't sounding right. He just got it just started to flow. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah. signed their own fucking death warrant? <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs>